And moving along to Stella Reid and Laura Robinson from Drop Down Globe, which is an 11-minute short film that was released just a month or so ago. Yeah, September 11th. Important date. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, oh, welcome along, guys. Thank you. Awesome, thanks. Um, So, where did this project come from and what is it? Can you give us a bit of a synopsis? Because I must say, I watched it. I enjoyed it. Some of the themes were, um, (laughs) they probably didn't quite sink in yet. So, they'd be great coming from your mouth. (laughs) Yes, yes, right. I think um, if you're a fan of Shakespeare, that's a really nice platform to begin on before you watch the film as well. Um, uh, So this project kind of uh, was born out of being quite reactionary to um, traditional all-male casting of Shakespeare, which is common practice in um, a lot of uh, UK theatre companies and even the pop-up globe here. So... um, So to this day, they're still yes. all male. Well, now it's a great sort of, you know, um, hark back to how it originally was, um, which is a really difficult thing for um, me as a pre- practitioner to swallow because um, they don't follow a lot of the other original casting decisions, such as, you know, the female roles played by young men, or, you know, teenage boys or... Um, not using electricity or things like that. So um, <laughs> it can be difficult to accept the all-male casting as um, as a choice. Right, and it's set in stone what you want to set in stone and pick and choose a bit. Yes, yeah. And right. I mean, Shakespeare didn't give us much opportunity as women anyway. You know, we have about, I think it's about 12% of Shakespeare's roles are female. And, you know, the idea that you would shut that down even further by not casting women... Um, yeah, it's hard to swallow. Yeah, so you got um, you got mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first part, yes. And um, and so I decided to do something about it, um, which involved uh, applying to be a Sunday story, which is um, a New Zealand on air funded series of shorts about diversity and sustainability. Um, and we, we got that, and we made a short film about females in Shakespeare. So it covers all four of, of Shakespeare's genres, and um, women are playing okay, all what of are the roles. Yes. Um, what are the four theme, uh, the four genres then? Uh, well, I mean, uh, it's so difficult because once you get to a certain level, you know, everything is debatable. But the general theory is that you have tragedy, comedy, history, um, and problem, which is um, scholars are not sure now whether they were supposed to be tragedies or comedies. Right. Those so are the four just genres. Problem now. Yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> Problems are my favourite. <laughs> You're like, what were you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> Was, is this funny? I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. <laughs> you sick bastard. <laughs> um, and so you've worked um, all four genres into 11 minutes. Yes. Yes, we have. <laughs> nice. In a tight squeeze. Um, and so was it uh, – did you – you wrote it yourself, yes, Stella? Did. Yeah. And um, did you have the cast members – were they devising any of it or was it just you wrote the script and found some people and – No, um I mean, obviously, I wrote it with the help of William Shakespeare, who I feel I should credit <laughs> somewhere here. Oh, um, you're just co-writing things with Shakespeare these days. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have a great relationship. Uh, uh, but it's really important to me 
as a filmmaker to have a really strong rehearsal process. Um, so we had one full day with the entire cast where many things were chopped and changed and actors brought their own sort of voices to the role. And that's always a really important thing for me. So, yes, although I, I have myself as the writer, I do give credit to the actors for uh, bringing, bringing their own voice to it. Yeah. Um, and so you were producer, writer and director. Yes, and Never Laura... again. <laughs> <laughs> but you had a great co-producer by your side. Oh, I did. <laughs> Hi, Laura. Hey. She's, um, she is co-producer, but also absolutely everything else in between as well. Catering aid, as well, catering, I saw. Catering, unit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I like to describe myself as like, oh, the what's that foam stuff that your dad uses to like fill holes <laughs> in like oh. houses? It starts with a brand name, doesn't it? Like yeah. the Sally's something or other. Sealer crack. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like, like I'm the sealer crack of like <laughs> filmmaking. Like, you know, shit, we need to uh, get grab like some music. And then I'm like, I know someone who yeah. has some great music. Yeah, that's one of the, the greatest things about working with Laura as a producer, which I have done, you know, in the entirety of my film career, um, is that she has so much vested interest in, you know, a wide range of art that if you can say, oh, we actually need a street artist for this scene, she'll be like, oh, I know someone, I'll give them a call up. You know, their work's great. I've got three images of it. Would you like to look? Mm. And she knows, like, great music and, um, and a variety of people who can help out. Yeah. Yeah. And um, how many other people worked on this um, film? Roughly. Of quite a few. This is definitely... More a... than 20. Yeah, yeah. This is the biggest cast and crew I've ever worked with. Uh, about a, a cast of roughly 10, 10 main roles. It's Yeah, yeah, 10 speaking roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then extras, another 10. No, maybe 15. So altogether that's like a cast of 25 people. And for crew, I'm going to say 16 crew. Just yeah. to be safe. <laughs> cool. And with the, so you got funding as part of the I forget what it's called the someday stories. Someday yeah. stories. And did you did you get that beforehand so you could? Um, yeah, with- yeah. Um, obviously, with film, you know, funding can only go so far. So we had a um, a pretty um, intense big borrow steal period, um, and we did invest a lot of money in gear because we really, really had our heart set on how it should look and how it should sound. Mm. Um, Did you have a helicopter? No, no, that is a drone. <laughs> okay, I've yeah. forgotten about technology. A drone! <laughs> <laughs> no, helicopter yeah. would have blown the budget, well, that is for sure. <laughs> I was like, is this possible? But how else would you get those? And my, my Neanderthal brain hasn't quite ticked onto the fact that you can do aerial shots with drones now. Yes, yes, and they're increasingly popular, I think. Yeah. What does your dad call drone shots? He's, I'm just trying to think. He calls drone shots um, what the crash zoom was, maybe? In the 70s? Yeah. The crash zoom of the 70s is the new drone? No. Well, pretty much now that it's becoming, you know, relatively inexpensive and, um, you know, pretty dominant and people have drones, people are using them so much more in films. Right. And, and you so sort of see those trends. Yeah. <laughs> As non-theatre people, I don't know what the crash the crash zone, 
Zoom. Uh, Zoom. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a film term. Uh, yes. No, yeah, not theatre. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to explain. Um, you talked to the wrong thing. All right. We, maybe that's a rabbit hole we don't need to go to. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, Back I wish to... our te- technical nerd boys were here to explain the crash sim. We just talk about eyeshadow. <laughs> no, you don't. You talk about equality in theatre or similar themes, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that is true. Um, and so, do you? So this is kind of a. Um, this film was a, I guess a feminist response to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Shakespearean casting. Do you have, do you have your sights on um, other inequalities that you're kind of looking at tackling, <laughs> or is this kind of the one closest to your heart for now? Um, well, it does feel like you know the the anger has subsided, you huh. know, um, because it has been so long, and I think um, uh, Pop Up Globe included are making significant changes towards having um, inclusive casting. Um, I think the most important thing for the film, for me, is that uh, when I watch it um, and I get to see a female Hamlet and I get to see a female Henry V, um, I feel cool and cool as a woman as well and um, not cool as in watching Ocean's Eleven cool. (laughs) Um, And I think that is something that I really want to return to. I don't know whether that means that I'm going to continue to make feminist work, but certainly female-centric work. The ability to see yourself in that kind of lead role and with that complexity, yeah, it, it's a powerful thing. Yeah, there's that really kind of sad moment when um, the Hamlet character goes to audition and she's just told, nah, that's for boys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um and yeah, so how did you choose your Shakespearean characters or plays, and how did you kind of weave them into mm. a modern story? Well, once we had the structure of um, trying to tackle all four genres, it was a bit of a, a you know a puzzle to have them fit together. Hamlet was really clear for me because. Um, even as a, as a high schooler when I was introduced to Hamlet, I really loved the to be or not to be monologue because I read it as um, a pregnant female woman. Um, and so I was really interested in exploring a female Hamlet. Um, I think a female Henry V is really interesting because that's such a masculine role. Um, you know, it's like on on the verge of really intense battle and it's all about kind of like ego and, and hubris and... Um, very is sorry, is that, the, um, is that the scene in the That's the football captain, room? yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sorry to anyone who hasn't listened to, who hasn't seen it yet, but you should definitely go and have a watch of it, um, and then you'll know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and so, and you had, so Henry V? Yes. And then you had a few other characters who... I hadn't heard of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had Beatrice and Benedict. Um, they're probably... No, they, they are my favourite Shakespearean couple um, for Much Ado About Nothing. And that one was um, a little bit of me bending the rules um, because Beatrice is obviously a female character. Um, but I think she's probably the the best and most well-rounded um, female character in Shakespeare, so I wanted to include her. 
And then we also had these, um, it did take some time finding how to name them, but Lover 1 and Lover 2, who are really loosely based on um, Measure for Measure, which is the problem play. That, that's our uh, Glory Vale character. Ah, uh, that's what she is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a subtle reference. Um, but what I really loved about the experience of working on um, Drop Down Globe um, was, you know, like I, I don't know, I didn't know what Measure for Measure was. And so it was really great that um, when Stella wrote this um, remix, remastered Shakespearean theme short film, I was actually learning a lot about Shakespeare and it was really incredible having someone to like explain um, this, you know, like his theatre <laughs> to me because, you know, I come from a film background. Mm. Mm. And Shakespeare is so incredibly inaccessible. I mean, we learn it in English in high school and we read it. And, um, yeah. Um, do you find there's a bit of Shakespeare fatigue in um, in theatre? Yeah, <laughs> fatigue is an interesting word. Yeah, <laughs> <What's> um, <laughs> what uh, yeah, word would you use? It's hard to be tired of something that is 400 years old. I mean, there's always <laughs> going to be rejuvenation, I think. Um, sorry. Well, I think we're used to um, watching, you know... Um, <laughs> Uh, web series um, like you know we want to be informed uh, quickly um, and I think media has definitely changed that and so for me like if someone's like hey do you want to see like three hours of Shakespeare I'd probably be like I am <laughs> really busy sorry <laughs> um, but yeah like uh, sorry I'll yeah. no yeah I completely <laughs> agree I think um yeah, that's why it was a really fun uh, project to translate it to film. I mean, a lot of people said to me, oh, why, why don't you make this a play, um, you know, with uh, that sort of femme Shakespeare angle, which I think, you know, that's a valuable thing. I would, I would probably love to see that. But I think film is really interesting um, in terms of accessibility. It's, um, it makes Shakespeare a, a sort of different and, I guess, easier to understand kind of vessel. And you have to put it in a modern way because you're aware of the camera. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it becomes, it has that modern sensibility, which I think um, makes it more fun as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I had something else I wanted to ask to follow up that and I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um I think um, let's just move along. <laughs> That's right. Um, I feel like I should add that I'm actually wearing uh, a jacket that was in the film um, because I adore the costumes that were in it and I actually bought this off the production. <laughs> so I feel like I should wear the... Yeah. Nice. Can this you is... describe the jacket to people who Oh, it's like a, it's like a kind it. of um, faded black 90s straight jacket. That also has been cropped, which I really like. I think it looks like old Vivian Westwood. (laughs) And it was worn by Lover One, who's quite a... She's sort of like a pink lady in the film. Yeah. Um, And is it machine washable? 
<laughs> um, Always important for a jacket. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I haven't actually figured that out. I've just done a you spot must... clean after I ate nachos. <laughs> so just... You mustn't be as messy as some of us are. Um, all right, so... Coming after this, um, Laura, you've just had um, season two of Burbs finishing up. Um, how did that go? Well, um, it went really, really well. Um, the feedback that we've had has been incredible. Um, I know that Stella has had a lot of people text her and tell her that it's the um, it's a big step up from season one, um, which is always really cool. good to hear. Um, yeah, and it's really interesting because there's um, everyone has a favourite episode, um, and I really like that, that. That there's kind of like something for everyone. So there's like I think the Happy Valley one's kind of like for the oldies, and then like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you What do you think, Stella? Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I think it's because Happy Valley is um, family based, so it doesn't have that same sort of like young uh, pulse. That you know, words like Snapchat that might um, be overlooked or Instagram by the oldies. Um, I can't actually pick a favourite myself. Uh, yeah, I think it. Oh yeah, no, too hard. They all have um, different different qualities. Yeah, but you've great to hear that you've had a good reception for that, and um, no more for now. But maybe in the future. Yes, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and you've got some. Good, some fun sounding projects coming up, Stella. Yes, yes, I do. Um, this December at Bats, um, from the twelfth to the sixteenth, I um, am directing and devising a Christmas show. It's the it's the last show at Bats, and it's actually called the Christmas Detention Centre, um, which is a hideously tongue in cheek name. Uh, and it's about. Oh God, I didn't get it until just now. Okay, yeah, that is terrible. <laughs> it's what the students have decided, and uh, these are the students of a Wellington Combined College, which is a kind of by proxy Wellington High School, and they have been given the most detentions for the year 2017 and been forced to put on the Christmas cabaret for uh, the school's parents and and guardians. And uh, I don't know why they have been trusted with this. And uh, that's the Christmas show that you watch. What's quite cool is at BATS, we're actually splitting it over two spaces. So you can watch the first half on stage and then you watch the second half, what happens off stage for these young students and a couple of teachers thrown in there too. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, in 2018, in February, um, I'm going to be directing a show called Luxus, which is um, about a ride sharing app, quite similar to the very popular ride sharing app that you may know. Um, where you'll be able to drive with um, a driver and sit in the back seat and witness them as they um, pick up a few uh, rides along Wellington. Who are they? Are they all real people, or are there some actors and some real people, and you don't know who's who? No, all, all actors, um, including the uh, the audience, um, not including the audience that sit in the back seat. So there's only three a night that you'll right. be able to so be you'll part have- of. An audience of three and a cast of more, maybe. Yes, yes, that's true. Um, and are the drivers actors or are they drivers? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're kind of both. Yeah, um, but they don't. They, they're not drivers uh, for their employment, right? For their profession. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh God, that sounds um, that sounds like fun and <laughs> yeah. yeah, hard work too. Yeah, it's definitely for the brave audience members. I think when you're whittled down to only three of you, um, I went to a fantastic show about I'd say about six, maybe or maybe five years ago, um, that only had four audience members um, in the fringe, and I just adored it. Yeah, they also served food, which I always, you know, <laughs> I'm quite I'm quite Way partial to, to food, so <laughs> I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. Um, that sounds like a fun summer ahead of you or a busy <laughs> summer ahead. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, when people hear this and want to know how to watch um, Drop Down Globe, how do they do it? Okay. Well, um, I can think of two ways <laughs> straight off the bat. What's the best way? I think, I think the best way, if you're into Facebook, is to go to Drop Down Globe short film. And uh, the film is embedded there in the group. And also give us a like if you want. And um, share the film if you want as well. Or you can check it out on Māori Television On Demand. And you can also check out there the five other Sunday stories, which I think are well worth a look as well. Mm. Cool. All right. Thank you both so much for coming in today. And Thank telling you. us about that. Um, yeah, what an awesome project to take on. Um, yeah. Awesome. Look forward to having you again sometime. Yes, yeah, <laughs> for the next absolutely. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. That is pretty much us for the day. Thanks for joining B Side Stories on Radio Access, Wellington Access Radio, 106.1 FM. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook where you can download our latest episodes from SoundCloud or anywhere you get your podcasts. Bye. Coco. Coco. Doo-doo.